It's time for week 11 of the Monday Night War. Here on I Love Radios on CKCC Radio. CKCC Radio. It's November 13th, 1995. Nitro was taped from the Jacksonville Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County on November 6th. Aired on the 13th. Last week, we learned that the winner of the World War III Battle Royal gets the world title. We didn't get a weird Hogan promo. He's uh, wearing a mask, and he's got a black cloak on, and he's got, like, some weird flecks of black body paint on his face, and he has a sword, and he's like, Macho Man is with me, and he's going to bring Meng's head on a silver platter. But after last week, I don't know about Sting. Heenan then predicts that Hogan will be the first one eliminated from the World War III 60-man battle royal. And we get Meng with Taskmaster and Jimmy Hart versus the Macho Man. Macho enters from behind and knee to the back, which shoves into Sullivan. And he goes to the outside and Macho is in control. He's in control pretty much solidly. Does the body slam, goes for the elbow, but Sullivan he pops up on the top rope before Macho Man can. So Macho throws him off, which gave Ming enough time to recover before he could hit the elbow, and then he takes over. And Macho Man wins anyway, but then the Shark shows up, and then Lex shows up, and Lex just works over the arm of Macho Man, he, you know, he does the thing where he grabs his arm, puts it over the top rope, and then lands on the floor. And then he throws his arm into the post, and he throws his arm into the barricade. Does all that. Uh, now we get some of our Japanese contingent that we've been talking about. It's Katsuke Sasaki versus Chris Benoit. Sasaki is a little under two years away from his first reign as IWGP champion. Uh, he gets it. He gets it early. But Benoit does two Germans, followed by a dragon suplex. You know, like how he did, you know how he did, where he would just roll, he would just roll and spin over, and he would just hit another German and another German. But he ends with a dragon, and wins the match. At this time, they actually know it's a dragon suplex. Uh, and then they just offhandedly said, "Oh, and by the way, he's the newest member of the Four Horsemen." So I'm guessing that officially happened on like Saturday night or something. Uh, that's all they mentioned. Oh, by the way, he's the newest member of the Four Horsemen. Congratulations. This week on Saturday night, Benoit versus Eddie, Sting versus Bunkhouse Buck, and Dean Malenko will be in action. Our next matchup is for the television title. Is Johnny B. Bad defends against Eddie Guerrero. It's very back and forth. It's a very good match. They they wrestle for a bit, and then it gets a little heated, and they start brawling it, brawling it up. Um... To the point where a referee tries to get in the way and Johnny tries to just jump over the referee but kind of just shoves him down. But the referee allows the match to continue and uh, Mongo says, There have been more two counts in this match than an identical tweet convention. And the match ends in a 10-minute time limit draw for a television title. 10-minute match. Fantastic. Next week on Nitro, Hogan versus Sting. 
Mean Gene in the ring with the giant Kevin Sullivan and Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart says that we're the smart, me and Sullivan are the smartest men in the history of wrestling because we got the belt off Hulk Hogan. Sullivan says, come on, Giant's going to win the Battle Royal. Just give him the belt now. And the Giant says, yes, and then I will be a champ forever. Forever. Our next matchup is Dean Malenko versus the man they call Sting. Malenko straight up out wrestles Sting. Sting has to fight. Even though he's taller and, and bigger and stronger, Malenko is just out wrestling him. And Sting has to pull out all the stops. Malenko actually going for the cloverleaf for the finish, but Sting catches him, rolls him up, and wins the match. <clears throat> and then he, like, vamps forever in the background as the, the commentary team essentially says nothing. We go back to them. I mean, Gene's going to talk to Sting. Sting says, he says, says to Sting, next week you're going to face Hogan. And what was up with Lex last week? And Sting essentially says, I'm the big dog, and you can look at the list of guys that tried me. And that list is big. But I'm the big I'm the big dog. And that was the end of the show. Raw, again, was taped from the Keystone Center in Brandon, Manitoba, Canada, back on October twenty-third. So it's it's been a while, so I'm guessing the next episode is going to be a new live one. After a weekend of Razor and Kid getting on so well, uh, to the point where Razor helped the kids so much in a tag match that they call a DQ. So, okay, Vince McMahon, is always, it's always been a rumor, and a couple of times fully confirmed, that Vince McMahon always believed in the, in the it apparently is a very old school rule, that you're only allowed so many times to get into the ring in a tag match and break up pins or whatever. Now, the rule I like... Is that you have five seconds to do whatever you want, but you have to get back outside after within five seconds. Um, I know AEW is like ten seconds officially, but they just do whatever the fuck they want to the point where it's a detriment. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're just like Vince McMahon was always like, you get two, maybe three. Don't be constantly breaking up pins and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what would be nice is if you enforce that in the video games. So a tag team match doesn't take a fucking hour. Anyway. So what happened is they had a tag title match over the weekend and Kid kept on getting pinned and Razor came in to break it up too much that they got disqualified. So Gorilla Monsoon is like, hmm, I'm questioning why I'm not with my lower occipital protuberance. Occipital protuberance. Uh, I'm questioning whether or not the kid should be the referee. Or not. So instead of getting a new referee, he just decides it's a non-title match. Like, what? That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Just get a different referee. But no. But no. Because the story... What they're going to do with the story doesn't fit what is sensical for a commissioner slash president of a sporting organization should do. You see... And this is the issue with having on-screen authority figures. Is they have to just say and do some stupidest shit. Because that's what the story needs. And it makes no sense. But then, you just look at Rob Manfred in, the major, in Major League Baseball. And you know, oh, well, in real life, the people that are in charge are fucking dumb as shit, too. Anyway, our first matchup 
It's Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus the Hogman, Henry O. Godman. Uh, they get going. What's going to go on the slop? So Hog just slops himself. And Trips now has to wrestle him. And he's all nasty. So he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And he starts running away. But he has to run past where the slop happened. And he slips and falls. And continues to like trip on his way out backstage. And now it's time for the Survivor Series Slam Jam with Doc Hendricks. And he pretty much just tells us all the stuff we already know. Title matches, no DQ, no disqualifications, no countouts. There's the wild card match with mixed up teams and people who don't get along. Against people they do get along. Uh, and then they show a Shawn Michaels hype video. That guy missed one week. <laughs> like seriously? And he called in like twice while he was gone. Like, seriously, we already got a Shawn Michaels hype video. And now it's time for Ahmed Johnson. Taking on Jake Steele, jobber. Uh, there's a picture-in-picture picture Shawn Michaels promo saying that with Ahmed slamming Yoko, he thinks he can trust him. And together, we can win at Survivor Series. Next week is Shawn Michaels versus Owen Hart. And Ahmed Johnson wins with the Pearl River Plunge, which... They put over because they, you know, he hasn't told them what the name is. He says it's a tiger bomb. It's tiger driver. <clears throat> Post-match promo events. And I, uh, um, I think he threatened Sid and Bulldog in the Survivor Series match. Um, that's about the only words I understood from uh, the Purple Purple Powerhouse. You don't know. Oh, if you, if you call a number, you get a 1996 calendar, but also you get uh, Diesel's gloves and his sunglasses. So, let me know if you got that back in the day. And now it's time for the Bret Hart and Diesel face-to-face, -face, and they might not be in the same city, state, or even country. It's a picture side-by-side. -side. They could both easily just be backstage uh, in just different rooms, or even the same room. Or they could easily be, you know, both in a in a studio at headquarters, or they literally could be back home with a video with a camera crew. Um, it does not it doesn't come across well, and this it's like ten minutes and it's boring. It's Vince very quietly asking questions, and they answer, and. It's just not very exciting. And it was went on forever. And just like me talking about it, it's about uh, how you felt about it. All right. Well, it's not enough of that shit. It's time for Vince versus Lawler in Karate Fighters. That's right. Lawler wins, but then we realize that Lawler cheated because he taped his guy's foot to the pedestal. That no good cheating son of a bitch. Next up, we get Mabel versus Roy Raymond. And we get a taker promo as they enter. Uh, you will come face to face with the evil you've released, and vengeance will be mine. And then Mabel squashes Roy Raymond. And now you're me, a fan of the evening. Razor versus Sid with Kid's referee. Kid calls it straight as Sid is in control. Razor fires back, tries to do a Razor's Edge, gets back, back body dropped over the top to the floor. Douglas shows up. Kid doesn't see it. Douglas starts putting the beat boots to Razor. 
Razor gets an electric chair drop on Sid. They're both down. Razor's edge. Going for the Razor's edge. Kid grabs Sid's leg to get him down. And then power bombs. Super fast count by the kid. And Sid wins. And they're like, fuck out. Of course, you know, JR wasn't. They didn't want JR on commentary at this point. So it was still Vince and now Lawler. But uh, it was still, by God, that son of a bitch. Why'd he do it? Why'd he, he get paid off by DiBiase? That son of a bitch. Why'd he DiBiase then puts a $5 Canadian bill in Razor's mouth. And then the kid, when no one's looking, he grabs it and puts it in his pocket. I love that shit. That's some classic stuff right there. And now, oh, by God, it's JR. He's backstage. Backstage with the guys who are going to be on Razor's team in Survivor Series. And he's like, why you son of a bitch, Dean Douglas? Why you attacking the Razor Man when he was going to be your partner on Sunday at the Survivor Series? And then Razor shows up and, and he's like, you son of a bitch. And then they're going to they're gonna fight and then the show goes off the air. Such a cool way to end the show. Like, I didn't feel much about the, the hype for the pay-per-view, but that ending the show with him, like, with Razor showing up to motherfuck those guys, sweet ending. And it doesn't end with commentary guys talking for, like, a minute or three. End it cool, man. End it cool. And you did. And the Bimmerbum.com match of the night goes to Johnny B. Bad versus Eddie Guerrero TV title match that went ten minutes. I felt again in many ways Raw is getting better, but they are still just they had it was mostly jobber squashes. Still, they need to get past that to get interesting matches happening. Uh, I still like Nitro more, but Nielsen says Raw wins with two point six to Nitro's two, the exact same numbers as the week before. So we'll see. Again, we are heading to the end of the year. We are Survivor Series. will be after Survivor Series. Here, so back out. And I think it might be the go-home for World War Three. See, now that was the cool thing is they went against each other on Monday nights, but they never attempted the pay-per-view double shot. They did it in the way past before either of them had a sane weekly show. Um... They also did like a clash versus the WrestleMania and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But they never tried to go. They never did a pay-per-view the same weekend. They still seem to do it right the weekend after each other. One show was having a go-home. The other show was having a, the, the, sh- the show after. And I think it kind of works out pretty well. It keeps things interesting, which I think is also another good tactic. It's like, oh, everyone's tuning in to see what happened. And the other people were seeing how things are going to go leading into the pay-per-view for the other thing. So, I don't know. So, yeah, so next week is uh, week 12th. It'll be November 20th. And both shows are live. Mm-hmm. So, we will see you next time here on I Loved One Days here on CKCC Radio. <laughs>